The Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence, where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. I'm Richard Lawrence, and this is an Ethereus podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks on the first and third Saturdays of the month. Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network, and Oneness Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Freedom Show again, and we're, as ever, joined by Darren Ball, our producer. And in fact, we have a treat because we're going to be hearing his thoughts in a moment on a a very relevant topic because it's Christmas Eve today, and we take this opportunity to wish all our listeners a very happy Christmas. Uh, It's not the right date, of course. Uh, The right date would be March the 15th for the birth of the Master Jesus on Earth, But however, in keeping with the fact that at least there is a semblance of reverence uh, for the Master Jesus, it's got a bit of uh, overshadowed by the materialistic aspects that have come in. And indeed, originally, of course, uh, it wasn't about uh, family gatherings and uh, all the things that have come to to represent Christmas now. Uh, It's a spiritual occasion in which we revere one of the greatest masters we've ever heard of, a completely unique master. But let's hear now from Darren. Now, Darren, you're very familiar with his voice, and today's another opportunity to hear about the teachings from his experience. As you know, all the contributors to this show are people who aim to live their life by the nine freedoms, not just to study it, but live their lives by the nine freedoms. And Darren definitely is one of those. He's a staff member in London and has helped, among other things, very relevant to Christmas, actually, to start 12blessings.org, a very active site. You can go there and tune in to a practice, a new age practice given by the Master Jesus at 12blessings.org. Outside of his work for the Ethereum Society, he's active in the tech startup world, but today he's going to be talking about an extract from a transmission given by the Master Jesus, and it comes at the end, or just after, the Ninth Freedom. O divine everlasting God, let your light shine upon all the people on the earth now. Let this light Enter into their hearts and minds now, so that they may realize their nearness. To the everlasting flame, which is thy love. Bless you all, all of you. Bless you. May your journey through your karma 
ปีอาวันเดอร์ฟอลวันบลิชูกูวิสกัด I thought this prayer was a wonderful way to help us celebrate the most important things in life, especially at a time of year when so many people stop to reflect for a moment, regardless of their religious beliefs. What could be more important than our nearness to God, or our journey through experience, to wisdom, and eventually to our divine source? I've always found this idea of our nearness to God one of the most profound and inspiring truths of all. God is not somehow apart from us; God is within us, and sometimes it helps to be reminded of what we really are. Especially in a world which is constantly telling us that we are not enough, and that we never will be enough unless we buy that thing, or look different, or fit in, or even stand out, but not in any way that really matters to the cause of spirituality. We chase the illusion of materialism and the promise of all this stuff as if it will somehow make us whole, but wholeness comes from within, from the knowledge that God is our essence, that good is our essence, that love is our essence, and that this essence exists within all things, and that therefore the essence of all things is divine. An essence which is eternal, all-powerful, and all-knowing, existing everywhere as everything, and in fact, as even more than that. The world around us is not apart from us; it is a part of us. This realization of oneness brings us something better than happiness, more lasting than the satisfaction of endless desires, and that is joy. Could the world change with that one realization? I think so. We've all come from the same divine source, and we are all on the journey back. Service is the nature of creation; it is our nature. And the more we realize this oneness, the more we help others, the more godlike we become. Which is a key, I think, to another beautiful phrase we're given here by Jesus, where he says, "May your journey through your karma be a wonderful one." We all know, thanks to Dr. George King, that we are creating karma for 24 hours per day. And that we can create karma for ourselves that will bring us suffering or joy. Why bring ourselves pain and misery when, in his words, we can experience joy, good health, longevity, knowledge, and illumination, even instead? All it takes is the expression of that everlasting flame of love within us. No one said it was easy, but it's not a secret either what we have to do. There's no initiation we need to wait for. There's no essential knowledge that has been withheld. We have been told, even by Jesus Himself, as you sow, so shall you reap, that action and reaction are opposite and equal. We've all made mistakes, so we wouldn't still be here. But the vital lessons of experience going forward can make us better, wiser people. Mastering our lessons in this classroom of Earth can bring us joy, and we can do this by thinking about what God really is, by going within to experience this everlasting flame for ourselves, and by helping others. It's the only thing that makes any sense. In a world of nonsense, if we do this, we will evolve. As we evolve, we will become increasingly aware of our own divine nature, and the divine nature of all things. We will attain greater enlightenment and greater spiritual powers, both of which we can use to help others more than we could before. And even in this materialistic chaos of any modern city, we can all begin to experience for ourselves the everlasting reality of the one. Supreme creative intelligence behind all manifestation, and express this in our kindness, in our compassion, and in the help we give to others. I thought I'd end here with a short anecdote. A little early in the passage, the Master Jesus says, "Oh, my children, 
know that you are not alone in your struggles. You can turn to us for help and guidance, for our love. Now, some years ago, I was leading a few people in a practice of the Twelve Blessings, a set of blessings and prayers actually given by the Master Jesus through the mediumship of Dr. King. Now, and this is the important part, I hadn't told them anything about Jesus. I just invited them simply to do these prayers with me. So there we were in a Buddhist temple of all places, about five of us doing these prayers together. And it turns out one of the people there was actually quite psychic. Anyway, we came to the end of the practice and we'd been sitting in silence for a couple of minutes when I decided to ask a couple of people about their experience. And this lady piped up and she said, that was very powerful, but it was strange because here we are in a Buddhist temple, but while we were doing the prayers, I saw this magnificent vision of the Master Jesus with us. And I have to say, I think I must have smiled from ear to ear because that was a fantastic proof of these teachings and of that promise that the Master Jesus makes. So do always remember the nearness of this great Master and others to us. Do express your divine nature and make your journey through your karma a wonderful one by helping others. Would there be anything more in keeping with the Christmas spirit than that? At this point, I think I can do no better than to leave you with the words of Dr. King, who said once in a Christmas address, Do have a joyful time, but remember your values. Not the things which will pass in a day, but the real values by which a man and woman are measured. The anvil upon which the soul is formed. Beautiful words, Darren. Thanks very, very much. And you know, I don't think we can do any better than to do that prayer. It's something we don't do on Spiritual Freedom Show normally, but let's do it. It's Christmas time. As I say, not the correct date, but a date that most people in the world believe is the correct date, uh, or it's the one they observe. Let's join in that prayer, because it was given not for us just to listen to and read, but to practice. And to do that, providing you're not driving a car or doing something uh, which is dangerous to join in, uh, raise your hands with the palms facing forwards, and visualize a white light coming down from above the head, down through the arms, out through the psychic centers in the palms of the hands, and out through the heart chakra as well. And I will say this prayer, and we'll all join in it together. Mentally, sending out energy as we do so, sending out love, energy, in the name of the Master Jesus. O divine, everlasting God, let your light shine upon all the peoples on earth now. Let this light enter into their hearts and minds now, so that they may realize their nearness to the everlasting flame, which is thy love. And now pass the palms across each other in a single movement, which is to seal the energies. And that is our Christmas prayer, under the, following the inspiration of Darren there on the Spiritual Freedom Show. So, Darren, that's bringing us to the end, towards the end of the show. But do you have a quick question or comment from any of our listeners this week? Yeah, I do a quick one. I think it's probably one that you've um, answered many times before on, on radio and elsewhere. Uh, and I'll just say before I share this, that if you're tuning in for the first time, you can find out more about the Nine Freedoms, Mars Sector 6, and Dr. George King by visiting our website, ethereus.org. It's A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S.org. And if you have a question like this, do write to us at spiritualfreedom at richardlawrence.co.uk. So very quickly here, Richard, um, we've been posting recently on social media about psychic and spiritual powers. Mm. And um, one of the comments was from somebody 
and I wonder what you would say to this one, said, that's all well and good, but uh, prove it and then we can start to talk. Ha <laughs> ha good. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, one of the reasons I got into psychic development in terms of teaching it uh, was that I'd been doing a lot of interviews uh, on a lot of media outlets at the time, and this would be the uh, mainly the 80s and very early 90s, and had given a lot of proof, uh, given proof, for example, of the authenticity of Dr. King, and there's plenty of proof out there of all kinds of psychic phenomena and out-of-body experiences. But there are two great forces that work against that kind of proof, and they are fear and doubt. And those are the things that imprison our spiritual and psychic development. They're not genuine scepticism. They're not logical inquiry. They're actually a negative energy. That's what I'm referring to. But I realized the one way you could break this, everybody could break this, is by having an experience themselves. Then they would know. Other people may not believe them. It really doesn't matter too much. The losers are the disbelievers, not you. Uh, but have your own experience. And that's what I started to offer through my Unlock Your Psychic Powers workshops that people came and I virtually guarantee that you'll have an experience of one. You'll either feel the energy, you'll, you'll be able to pick up a thought. You'll just show yourself that this is something real. Uh, and you'll know because you'll know the result. Somebody else can say you made it up. I mean, I, got a, I once channeled a poem which was a, given to me by a 17th century poet uh, who did exist. I didn't know his name, but he did exist. I wrote it down. It had 17th century language. It rhymed. It, and I got it in about two or three minutes. It was in a, a particular type of meter that you'd have had then. I know that was genuine. I know I got it down. I know that I didn't work the rhymes out. I know I didn't work the meter out or pick the language. Somebody else could come along and say, oh, well, anyone can pretend to do that. You could have looked it up. You could have gone on the internet, you could, et cetera. Fine. That's them. That's their fear. That's their doubt. They don't know that but you do know. So that would be my advice about proof. Try these things, test them yourselves, have your own experiences, and then you will know. And particularly if you use it in service, the answer will be given to you if you're open to receive it. Uh, because there are so many fears and doubts out there that are not logical. They're in the disguise of logic, but they're not logic and they're not real experience. That would be my advice, Darren, because use these things and they can really help you to help others because service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. 